Hey y'all, hey, welcome to another episode of the Doula Road Trip Podcast, and this is another Deja and Jariel edition. We are so excited to be back. Um, I'm a little under the weather, y'all. I got a little excited. Your big cousin has been outside, outside, in the rain and in the snow, um, and now I'm on OTC, over-the-counter drugs, trying to get my life together, so I apologize if I sound weird or strange or nasally, um, it's because I have been outside and I need to get back inside because I don't have any time for this, especially this month. This month is like super busy with back-to-back births. So <laughs> trying to sip on my orange juice and my water and uh, take my Tylenol and pray. Deja, how are you? Same thing. I don't know what is going on with the weather here in Georgia, just up and down. It's got hot summer season going on and then swinging the cold and rainy so I got this little congestion going on I don't think I'm sick but the same thing I'm like I don't know what's happening let me get in the sun let me get my vitamin d and my zinc and all my vitamins going um I'm feeling good today though the sun is out it's feeling good so we'll probably go to the park I'm feeling good but I'm excited for today's topic so we could touch on something that keeps coming up something that people keep bringing to us that is up in the Facebook groups the doula groups um on my email this is what people email me about is social media, y'all. I'm excited. We're about to get into this talk of social media. Yeah, I'm going to sit really, really close uh, to my pepper, to my spearmint oil, essential oil diffuser, and we're going to get through this. So um, mistakes that you're making when it comes to using social media to promote your doula services is what we wanted to talk about today. Um, this does apply to you no matter what type of doula services you offer. So I want to say that first, like if you're a birth doula, postpartum doula, death doula, bereavement doula, um, sibling doula, full spectrum doula, whatever kind of doula, sex doula, whatever kind of doula services you offer, I've seen all doulas use social media in order to promote their services or track clients. And we actually had somebody last night, um, someone who we're really close to, who is like one of our mentees talking about how she used social media to attract her very first client using reels. So we know that you can absolutely use social media to attract clients. Howsoever, um, there are some things that are happening that we see and some people who aren't attracting clients using social media and they may be wondering, okay, well, why is social media working for other people and it's not working for me? And we wanted to dive into those reasons today. So we have seven reasons um, why you may be making some mistakes using social media that could be costing you the client attraction piece. So let's dive into it. Um, mistake number one is going to be that you're using social media. <laughs> so I know people are going to be like, okay, like, what do you mean? Like, how is that a mistake? I feel like people don't realize that, like, you only use social media if you actually like social media. Like, a lot of people are, like, older, not trying to be shady, but we have had some mentees who have popped in who are like, you know, 40, 50, 60, and they're taking classes and using social media because they feel like they have to, like they have to be on social media. And let's let's keep it real, like up to a certain point, a lot of us don't see a certain age group on social media. A lot of our grandmothers and grandfathers are not on social media. And that's because it's like, 
I don't want to be on social media. <laughs> like, I, it's just not for me. It's not my thing. Like, I don't want to be on it. And no matter what age you are, if that's how you feel, then the answer is don't be on social media if you don't want to, because it's automatically going to be a chore. It's going to be something that doesn't bring you joy necessarily. It's going to be something you're trying hard to figure out. And because you're not actively enjoying it, actively thinking about it, it's going to be apparent in the energy and in the content that you post. Not to mention the fact that depending on what your strategy is, the way in which you're showing up and the people who you're trying to attract might be in your same age group. And so they're also not on social media. So it's a waste of time and energy to be trying to attract people that aren't on social media by using social media and you hate social media. Y'all see where I'm going? Like, <laughs> the math ain't mathing. And that's why it's not equaling, you know, clients or where you want to take your business. So I have told people, it may be better to do in-person, like connecting and building through classes, through meetups, through some other medium rather than social media. I told you guys a million times, I host a monthly like BIPOC doula meetup. It's growing and growing and growing. And I'm making connections to so many other black and brown birth workers in my area, not through social media, but through in-person connections. And it's been powerful and people show up and they thank me and they say, don't ever put this on Zoom again. Like I'd rather come in person. So there's space for that. And that's a very viable way to attract clients. Oh, girl, we were sitting talking about this before we recorded and kind of just going through our notes together. Um, and when you popped up with that one, like, you know, I think we need to put this on here. Just some people just don't need to be using it at all. And I was very much in agreement with you because I see that a lot with the shooting and a whole bunch of different aspects of um how people show up as doulas and the way that they think they have to do things. And so specifically when it comes to social media, a lot of people here, not even just in our industry, a lot of different industries that you have to use social media. You need to use it in this way. You need to post this many times. Um, and they don't really have much context after that. They don't really have much to go off of aside from the fact of you just need to be using it. And so then people go on to create platforms and I'm going to show up on these three different things that I'm not even really posting on. I don't care to post on. I don't know what to post about. And so the fact of that, sometimes it might not be for you. So we were speaking to somebody else recently who is kind of in a similar situation that I was in in my doula journey where I was living in a smaller town a really close-knit community where, honestly, at that time, I didn't have to use social media. It was so small, so connected, that word of mouth was so powerful. And those community relationships meant everything. It meant that the chiropractor was going to send all her prenatal clients to me and that the midwives I was connected to at the hospital knew I was a doula. They were going to send their people to me, the home birth midwife. And so it really wasn't unless I wanted to be on social media, like it wasn't a necessity. And I think a lot of people are treating social media as a necessity and specifically people who are like, absolutely probably don't even have to be on there. It's another thing on the list. You're adding another thing on the list. That's really a tool. And so I think of it in the same way of, um, an expecting parent, like your first time parent, 
and hear different things that you think you're supposed to be doing. So you have to do the gender reveal and you have to do this baby shower and you need to get all of this stuff, get the swing, get the clothes, get all the stuff they're going to grow out of, or you'll probably never put on them. You need to do this to the nursery, all these different things that are okay. You can do it, but they are tools to help this baby grow. But essentially it's like, do we need all of these things? Are all of these things a necessity? And so there are absolutely some of you who we are lovingly giving you the permission to give to yourself to let it go, to literally let go of having uh, having that on your list of things that you have to do if it's not something that you have to do. We have some people who are working with agencies, so they don't have a client attraction problem. They are getting clients. Uh, we have some people who do have word of mouth and like community connections. Again, so you don't have a problem with networking and collaboration, and it's just another thing that you've added to your list that you can let go of. If that's you and you're like, I'm tired of this, I don't have time for this, I don't enjoy this. So we're not talking about some people who are getting over the confidence hump, who just need that peace to feel like, okay, I have the right things that I'm ready to get out here and share a message. Not y'all, I'm talking about, you know for a fact, I hate this, I don't enjoy this, I don't see a point when I'm gonna enjoy this, it's not working for you, it's another thing on your list that you can let it go. It's not a prerequisite to be a doula that you have to be on social media. So that is definitely the number one mistake when trying to use uh, social media in your doula business is for some people is using social media in your doula business. Okay, so mistake number two, y'all, is going to be using the wrong platform. So if you're like, I heard mistake number one, nope, that's not me. I do enjoy social media. I am always on social media. Okay, great. So you actually like social media. It is the medium that you're going to use to attract clients. But are you using the correct platform, right? So there are so many different platforms out there and so many different options for attracting clients. But I do want you to start to think about, am I trying to attract clients locally? Or am I trying to attract clients nationally or globally? Like, that's the first thing. And then the second thing is going to be like, is this the right platform for what I'm trying to do, right? So what are the age group of the people on this platform, right? Is it mostly like male dominated, like female dominated? Like, that's important as well, right? And how am I actually leveraging my time on this platform to attract local clients or international global clients? Because I have seen people in certain platforms that I'm like, it really makes no sense to be on this platform if you're trying to attract local clients. Like, for instance, I can tell you one clubhouse. Clubhouse is an audio platform. So you speak to people, people speak back to you. You literally can draw like a huge audience on Clubhouse, right? Of international people. And so for me, I'm like connecting with people all over about any number of topics. And then people are coming in with like very specific service-based local businesses, like trying to use Clubhouse as the platform or as the medium. And I'm like, this really is tough to do on Clubhouse to just attract people in a 50 or 100 mile radius. Like, so maybe this is not the best platform. Maybe there's a better platform to use if you do have a local business 
that's not Clubhouse, right? So that's just one example. But are you guys using the right platform for the type of clients that you want to attract? And if it's a local attraction versus an international attraction, are you making sure that the platform is suited for that sort of client attraction? Yeah, we won't even go down that long rabbit hole of just how many platforms there are. I don't even think that, um, like when we think of platforms, a lot of time people immediately go to the big one, which is Facebook or like an Instagram, but completely block out that there are other platforms if you're more career minded and you want to support other career minded individuals or if you are um, an educator and you want to do longer form type of educational videos or you like blogging or you like putting together mood boards like there are different platforms best suited for the thing that you already like to do and people who are on those platforms who are interested so like I said I won't go into long because, I mean, we can go into each platform. One little um, thing I'll share, though, one little nugget is one platform that people don't think about, which is Pinterest. So Pinterest is not your typical social media that you are hopping on and, you know, it's not a profile where you're just, like tagging back and forth, talking to people per se. But do you know how many pregnant people are going to Pinterest typing in birth plan or stages of labor who are looking for resources and information because it is a search engine. And so stuff like that, I don't think that we always open ourselves up to the full range of possibilities when it comes to where do I already like to show up? What things already interest me? If I like putting together and curating things, could this be a good avenue for me? Because let me tell y'all again, don't take Pinterest off of your radar because that's a platform. It's just not one that a lot of people automatically think of when you think social media. So for sure, that is a big mistake that is happening with people just using the wrong platform. That's not a good match for them. Another thing without going down a long rabbit hole, y'all back to like TikTok. If you, if you know you're not feeling it, you know you're not trying to make these quick hit, get to the point type, type of videos, then don't get on there. It's okay. Don't just don't be on there. You don't have to be on there. It's pregnant people everywhere on everything. And so you figure out what you like first. And we have that conversation as far as what's the best platform for me. Start with asking yourself that question first, because a mistake that's happening is so-and-so said they're having success over here on this platform. So I guess that's where I'm going to go. Or I see a whole bunch of doulas right here. Don't do that, y'all. It's a, it's a mistake, a big mistake that's happening using the wrong platform and then you're miserable because you don't like making short videos, but somebody told you that's the best way to get popping and for people to find you. So, um, y'all, just listen on that platform one. What do you like? What do you like to use? Okay, y'all. So mistake number three is going to be not having a strategy. So I think it was maybe like last year I was hanging out in Facebook groups heavy and it was a lot of people that were talking about content and content pillars. I had never heard of this before, but it's basically picking like the three to five things that you want people to feel when they come across your like web presence right website or social media so people were like what are your content pillars right so it may be things like 
you want people to feel motivated or inspired or you want people to feel hopeful or you want people to laugh or you want people to feel informed, right? You want them to get like the latest news and information, right? So coming up with the three to five things that you want people to feel when they come across your page and then starting to put together your content strategy or the types of things that you want to post as well as how often you want to post and what will the graphics look like? What will the colors look like? Like that sort of thing prevents you from posting for the sake of posting. Like a lot of us are like, oh, it's Friday. It's 12.54. I ain't posted today. I'm about to go to the bathroom real quick. While I'm sitting there, let me just post something on social media because I have a minute, right? And I understand like it is sometimes last minute and then sometimes you're just like, I just want to post something just to have something out there so people don't think my business is closed and so people know that I'm open, so people know that I'm out here. And I appreciate that. I will say it will go a lot further if you actually took a moment to think through how do I want people to feel? What do I want the colors to be? And then started to create a library of things that you can post, right? So I'm pulling motivational quotes from over here, or I'm thinking about these last five funny things that I saw on social media that I do want to share with everybody, or this meme that's funny made me think about something that happened to me in my pregnancy. Let me recreate that meme, right? So really taking the time to sit down, and it doesn't have to be long, maybe like an hour to think through, okay, what are the next like 15 to 30 things that I want to post on my page. And that way, when I do sit down in the bathroom and post real quick, it's something that I've actually thought about beforehand because I sat down Sunday and came up with these things. They're in a folder. I already know what the image is. I already know what I want people to feel. I already know what I want to say. And so it's not just like, oh, let me throw this random thing up here real quick and see if it hits. Like, no, it it might and it might not, but we could make sure that it does resonate, that it is helpful, that it does represent the way in which you want people to feel, the information that you want people to have if we're going through that ahead of time. I know for me, um, I signed up for Google Alerts. I don't know if everybody knows this. Maybe so. It, it probably is common knowledge, but I'll just throw it out there. I signed up for Google Alerts. So Google literally has alerts where you can put in keywords and Google will send you an email every single time that keyword comes up in the news, right? So I put up like doula and pregnancy and childbirth and some other things like digital marketing and things like that. And so every single time there's a news article, Google will email me and it'll be like a curated list of all the times those things came up. And then I can share those things on my social media page. Hey, look at what these doulas in New York are doing they're coming together to build a birth center like that's super dope that's something you may want to know as someone who follows the doula road trip page right and so I'm thinking through that and sharing that and then that's content coming to me that's already curated for what I want to share that I can just put out there if I do have a quick moment where I don't have anything but I need something to post right it's still relevant it's still relatable it's still on topic so just setting yourself up for that is what I wanted to tell y'all like I know it's overwhelming to think, oh, I have to post 82 times a day, and you don't, but you do have to figure out what am I going to post, what am I going to post consistently, whatever consistently means for you, however that shows up in your life and in your business, and to make sure that people are not confused. Like, I don't want you posting one day about birds and, like, bees, and then the next day about, like, 
oh, like, look at this cool thing about hair and beauty. And then the next thing about like pregnancy. And then the next thing about like, you know what I mean? So like, people just need to know like, what to expect, not to say that we have to talk about birth, 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 or postpartum, 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 postpartum. We don't. But at the same time, people have to be very clear that what I'm coming to you, I know what I'm getting. When people come to me, they know we're talking about doula road trip. So obviously we're talking about birth work. We're talking about the podcast. We're talking about birth workers in the news. We're talking about business because that also relates to birth work. So just making sure that people know, like, I know what I'm getting when I come here and I'm not confused and I know what to come back to you for when I'm looking for this thing. So just wanted to throw that out there that like, don't post for the sake of posting, like sit down and come up with a content plan. It's not as hard as it sounds, just take an hour and just really have focused intention behind what am I going to post before I post it. There's definitely a few questions, a few like personal questions to ask yourself when it comes to social media and exactly why a lot of people are not attracting clients using social media and will say either it's not working for me or that's why I hate social media. And a lot of times it's the strategy that's missing. There's there's no strategy to begin with. There's no questions that are being asked of yourself as far as why outside of somebody told me I should do it or other doulas are on here just why am I actually showing up is it that back to these pillars is it that I want to build community so how can I infuse that into what I'm doing on here is it that I want to educate people is it that again if you want to attract clients what are you doing and and creating content around that leads people towards those goals so starting with why you want to show up um, because a lot of times the, that part is missed. It's like, I, I'm supposed to be here. That was me for sure. I started my Instagram page initially because it was something I told myself I'm supposed to do. I have a business now. I'm a doula. Okay. Let me, I guess, create this Instagram page and post up some things without a real plan for what was the purpose or reason that I was doing this and until I started getting more clear about that and, using local hashtags, connecting with local businesses, um, using it again in a way that was purposeful and intentional that I knew who I wanted to find me, what I wanted them to get from landing on my page. Until you start to answer those questions before you create content, you will be on a cycle of creating things for the sake of creating things. And you will almost turn content creation into a whole other job. So we talk about doulas wearing a lot of hats. So being the doula, being the one who has to get the organization and behind the pieces together to keep things organized with your clients. And so when you go on the rabbit hole of, I just need to be on social media creating content, content creator is is a job, y'all, that people are out here getting paid to be content creators. And it's not a small thing to put your time and energy into. And so have a strategy for the purpose of why you're showing up. Um, Another thing that it creates is it makes it more measurable. When you say, I want to use social media to attract clients, set a time for yourself. Okay, in these 30 days, based off of the things that I did and the content that I created, did it move me closer to my goal? 
or did it not? Do I need to change my strategy that helps you assess? Is this working? Is it not? But when you come in with no strategy, no game plan, no goal, no rhyme or reason, I just need to be posting. You're exhausting yourself. You're draining yourself. You're probably attracting the wrong people. So we won't even get down the hashtag rabbit hole. Um, Probably attracting the wrong people. And then telling yourself social media doesn't work for you. Like, oh, it works for other people, but it doesn't work for me. When it can work for you if there is a strategy in place. And so that's a huge one. No strategy is like foundational step number one that has to happen when you say, I want to use my social media in my doula business. Okay, what are we using it for? If it's for fun, cool. We know that up front. If in this season you don't want to use it to attract clients, awesome. If you know that you want to connect with other birth workers, awesome. But what is it that you want to do before you automatically write it off as something that's not working for you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, y'all. Let's move on to the next mistake that we're making with social media. So the next mistake that we're making is the bio. (laughs) Y'all... the bio god bless y'all a lot of y'all are putting like y'all resume in the bio a lot of people don't really have anything in their bio a lot of people don't have their location in their bio but they're trying to attract local clients um some of y'all have doula in training in your bio like so that doesn't give me confidence (laughs) um i've never seen a doctor with like doctor in training or a nurse with nurse in training in their bio because we want to breed confidence and so seeing someone who actively is promoting themselves as in training it's like "Mm -mm, no no thank you so then I'm automatically going to ask you the most dreaded question I I know you don't want to answer how many births have you been to how much experience do you have I know don't none of y'all want to answer that question especially um those of us at the very beginning of our journey because I hear from that question like the plague but you're inviting that question to be asked with things like in training in your bio so um definitely think about your bio I know that this sounds counterintuitive but there are are people who know about doulas and people who don't know about doulas right and so actively thinking through what are the type of people that i want to attract do they know that doulas exist right am i actively seeking to support doulas and midwives and chiropractors as clients if so then they probably know about doulas so okay cool maybe i could put doula in my bio or am i actively seeking to attract like first-time moms who are in corporate America or who are bloggers or who are real estate agents who may be in an industry where doula has never came up before on their radar and they wouldn't know what that word meant anyway. So then maybe I could leave that word out of my bio and pick something else in order to attract those folks. So literally in your bio, you just need to put who you help and how you help them and where you're located. And if you if you really want to get fancy, some sort of link to a contact form or to schedule a consultation with you, um, that would be next level. And you would probably be blowing a lot of people out of the water with just that. So just thinking through like the bio, when people come to you on Instagram, is it clear what you do? 
Is it clear why they would want to follow you? And is it clear where you're located, if that matters for the services that you offer? If it doesn't matter, then cool. You don't got to put your location. If you help people virtually all around the world, excellent. Even better. You, It doesn't matter where I am. But just thinking through some of those things. And if you have in training in your bio, go erase it immediately, please and thank you. Please and thank you. Girl. <laughs> Oh, listen, listen, it's it's prime real estate. It's the first thing that people are seeing when they land on your page. So if you have shared some type of content that they're going back to your profile to like look more into you or somebody tagged you in something or some type of way, whatever platform you're on, somebody lands on your actual page and they are making a quick decision. So when we talk about social media. Social media is fast. I want to know how this is benefiting me in whatever part of my life that I am at and need information on. And so give people a way to make a quick decision. And the best way to make a quick decision is by being very clear, again, about who you are, who you help, how you help, and specifically, if you are local, please list the fact of I'm here in this city. I support in this, you know, these locations. Um, It's a lot of times that split second decision where people will decide I'm not going to follow you, even if you had, again, back to great content. So if you're in the cycle of no strategy and pumping out content, and then on top of that, the bio is not backing you up. Again, that's where we get into the cycle of creating just for the sake of creating. And then people aren't even following and trying to keep up with what you're doing or trying to explore more ways to work with you because they don't know what you do. You create great content. Okay, thank you very much for giving me these pregnancy and birth tips. On to the next thing that I'm looking at because I don't even know that you are a doula. I don't know what a doula is. I don't know that you're close to me. I don't know any of those things because y'all, and I've talked to a few people about this recently. The bio is saying birth doula, postpartum doula, Reiki master, placenta and capsule. It's listing off a lot of stuff that, again, if you know your potential client, the person who you're a good fit for, they're interested in all those things and they know what all those things are, then don't listen to me. Keep going and doing what you're doing. But if you know you're the person who wants to get the word out here that we're your doula, here's what you do, that person doesn't know, that's not attracting them. That is not doing anything but saying, okay, Awesome. Again, next. Thanks for the birth tips. On to the next thing. It's not going to keep them on your page. So treat your bio as something, as a way to um, start a conversation with somebody who would be the best fit for what you're offering. Look at it as your end result. What's the end result that you're providing for people with the services that you're offering, whatever type of doula work that you're doing, and make that your bio. Not necessarily all your credentials and all the great things that you do, but if you help people have transformational, beautiful, empowered birth experiences, tell them that up front. Don't have them trying to guess what it means for you to be all these different things with all these different trainings. So a bio a uh, rehaul do-over is is in store for a lot of people. And I've been talking to some of y'all recently and saying, I get it, but we need to tweak some of this. We need to use this prime real estate, this small little however many 140 characters to really 
touch on specifically what's going to get somebody to stay and to be on your page to find out more about what you are doing. So let's roll into the fifth thing. Yeah, so the next one is y'all out here hiding. It's like you want to use social media, but at the same time, like you don't want to show up on social media. So I do understand that we don't all want to be on video, right? So not all of us want to turn the camera on and start talking, right? And that is okay. But I do think that posting photos of yourself, right? drinking tea or meeting other doulas or chiropractors or you know what I mean just like you do have to show up if it is you that is providing the service don't listen to this if you're like oh I'm in a position where somebody else is providing the service okay fine then take pictures of that person then and put it on your social media so people know who they're going to be seeing who they're going to be interacting with and so they can start to see themselves like actively being with this person, having a consult with this person, having this person in their space and at their home and meeting their partner. If they have a partner, like if it's not you, then that's fine. Then take a picture of your team, right? That's different. But if it is you that is providing the service, if it is you that's going to be showing up to the consultation, that is going to be the doula at the birth or at the hospital or in their home providing the postpartum support services or virtually providing the bereavement and loss support services, then people do want to know who is it who I'm potentially interacting with. Can I see myself feeling comfortable with this person? Can I laugh with this person? Can I cry with this person? Like, what is this person? person actually like so if you don't want to show up on video at least take a photo of yourself um doing whatever you're doing if you're like listen I'm okay with my voice being heard but I don't want to be on video okay great so then do a audiogram then where maybe it's just a still shot and then it's your voice across it so people can actually hear what you sound like hear the information that you're providing right um so I just want to say that like y'all are trying to hide but you want to use social media and it's like no, like if you're providing the service, right, then you have to show up. And people may say, I don't know who's doing that at Amazon or who's doing that at Sheen or Fashion Nova. And you're right. And they have a million dollar marketing budget. And if that's your budget, then awesome. You ain't got to show up. You can just hire people to show up for you. If you don't have that sort of budget, then boo, you got to show up. <laughs> if you're using social media and that's a part of your strategy, you have to show up. A lot of y'all are reposting other people's content. And every single post is a repost from another account. <laughs> a lot of y'all are like, oh, well, I'm just going to do this because this feels comfortable. Listen, if you're not curating a page, like some people do have curated pages where like it's black hair. So it's all of these different stylists from across the country and it's all of these different hair methods from across the country and they're actively building their audience so they can sell ads, right? So they literally have thousands, hundreds of thousands of people following this page because they're hair enthusiasts or makeup enthusiasts or crochet enthusiasts or Grey's Anatomy enthusiasts, right? And they're selling ads, right? So people can use the page in order to grow their business and grow their following. And that's their strategy, right? So if you're not curating a page so you can sell ad space to make money off the page that way, and you're literally trying to get people to purchase your doula services, 
and you're curating an ugly page that literally is just a repost of everybody else's content, it's actively and effectively not doing anything and it's not going to work. So evaluate the strategy before you use that method. Like people are actively selling ads, hundreds of dollars of ads that you can use to be on their page. That's why they're curating and reposting other people's content. It's in a very specific niche, right? And people know what to expect and people come to that page to see what's the latest. It's like a news page on social media, right? For that specific industry. That's definitely a strategy. And if you want to use that strategy, you can. But I just want you guys to know like, this is what they're doing and why they're doing it. So if you want to be that for birth or postpartum or bereavement, you absolutely can. But just know that that's not going to help you get local clients. <laughs> it's not going to necessarily help you get virtual clients. You have to be very clear on the strategy and the way in which it's being used. If you're going to mimic it or copy it, like copy the right cat, y'all. So I just want to throw that out there. I feel like this is a layered one. So this one, as far as visibility, not wanting to be seen. So I had a, I had a meeting recently with somebody who told me point blank, like, I want to use social media, but I don't, I don't have a desire to be seen on here. I don't have a desire to be the one that is the face of this. And so I feel like it's layered for a few reasons. Some of you already shared, um, the work that we do, how intimate it is to specifically, let's go to birth doula. So all, all sides of doula work, but me as a birth doula, I can speak to the fact of speaking to people who in their head, when they want doula support, their mind is going straight to the fact of, um, I'm going to be having this baby. I'm going to be naked. You're going to see my vagina. That's what their mind is straight going to is like, you're going to see me in a very vulnerable, um, probably I'm in discomfort, some type of pain, like you're going to see me in the space and I don't know you yet. And so when you don't give people a way to get to know you before you are trying to tell them about all the amazing things that doulas do on this consult that you're having with them, it makes it hard for anybody to hear all the amazing, great ways that you're going to help them through the process because I need to know you. I need to see you a little bit. I need to, I need to get a feel for you. I can speak for myself, me as a consumer, me as somebody who invests into things, I'm going to tell you specifically when it comes to some type of intimate support, me personally, I'm not scheduling no type of call until I have done my, my Facebook, Instagram, whatever platform you're on stalking to get to know you before I have some type of conversation with you. No, I want to see what you talk about, what you've already done. I want to be able to find a video of you to see What's your tone of voice? How do you talk to people? And so again, like you mentioned, it doesn't mean you have to pump out all these videos, pump out all this content and stuff. It means though, people want to know who you are and specifically with saying, I'm going to invite you in into this precious moment of my life of bringing a baby into the world. I need to know something about you before I'm jumping into your arm saying you're my doula before I'm scheduling this consultation. The other part that I feel is layered with the part of reposting other people's work. So it's not a bad thing, right? It's not a bad thing. You see something, you resonate with it. You think it's awesome. You want to share that. 
I think a part of it as well, aside from the strategy part, so back to this word strategy, that yes, that's a whole strategy in itself that if that's what you want to do, we need to get intentional. Apart from that, I hear a lot of doulas telling me that they don't want to create their own content because they want to get it right. Like, I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to offend somebody. I don't want to create a post about... Um, and empower unmedicated birth because what if somebody had to get a c-section and they couldn't have it that way and so I see a lot of doulas specifically new doulas shying away from creating things and talking about things from a place of I don't want to get it wrong and what I want to tell y'all when it comes to that and specifically social media in the age of like I don't want to say the wrong thing I don't want people coming from me a lot of new doulas are like I don't want the OG or the older doulas who've been in the game for a while to like feel away about the stuff that I'm saying. There's a whole podcast that we recorded specifically around like imposter syndrome that I'm excited for people to hear and to listen to the part as far as you don't always have to talk from a space of being the 20, 30 year expert on a subject that is okay to share your expertise and your experience from a place of this is the journey that I'm going on to learn these things. And so a lot of that resharing and I don't want to be seen and I don't have to be the face of this. A lot of that y'all can be from a place of feeling like you have to show up in some certain type of way saying it a specific way like this other person is doing or like this person who's established their page for three years is doing. That's the other thing, good comparison. So I don't want to show up because so-and-so's page is beautiful and she's going live and she's doing videos and her graphics are great. Okay. She's been doing this for eight years. So she's gotten to a rhythm and flow and found out what works for her, what her audience likes. And if you're at step one, that's fine. You're at step one. There's nothing wrong with that. But you have to figure out what works for you. And the only way to get clarity is to take action. That's the only way to get clarity is to take action on things, to create things yourself, to test stuff out. Um, and to not hide. If social media is going to be a part of the way that you use something in your business to drive it for whatever your goal is of attracting clients, building community, connecting, collaborating, you this is part of the puzzle. It's, it just is part of the puzzle. If you are a solo doula, this is part of the puzzle that you're going to have to show up. If not, then maybe we think of another strategy. What's what's another way that you're going to choose to show up? Because some part of you has to be infused into your platform, whether you are creating quality written content. So content that is infused with more of you. So not the cute informational, just purely here's this great, I'm going to stand behind the wall of the information I'm sharing, but infusing stuff into written, or if you are showing up on video, That's a lot in and of itself because people are already getting to see you, to hear you. Whatever that is, somebody's going to have to get something from you because we live in a day and age when people are doing their research and they're typing your name in Google and they're trying to figure out where else you were at before I even have this consult with you because I want to know more about you. Or like another episode that we recorded as far as uh, consults and consultations and why you might not be going forward with that client that you thought you were going to work with. 
Uh, this is kind of part of it, y'all. When people are hopping on a consultation with you and they haven't gotten any type of feel for who you are, they don't know you, they've never seen your face anywhere, this is the first time they are getting to learn more about doulas, see your face, they're taking in a lot at one time versus if they've had time, if you've had that strategy on social media to let people get to know you, like you, and trust you before you even have the consultation call with them, those calls go a lot smoother because people feel like, I already know you. I've already seen you. I've already heard some of the things that you share. So if this is going to be a part of your plan, we're going to have to start talking about how do I show up in a way that doesn't make me feel so vulnerable and I'm just out, you know, I'm just out here and I'm completely exposed, but that gets you to the point of feeling confident enough to be seen because we got to be seen. We have a lot of layers with that one. Okay, y'all. So the last two is make an offer and collaborate, right? So a lot of you guys are not making an offer at all. Like there's no call to do anything, right? So I need y'all to ask people to DM you, to sign up for your classes, to sign up for your circles, to schedule a complimentary um, consultation or schedule a birth planning session, whatever it is. Like I need you guys to invite people to take the next step and come off of social media and click something if they're interested in moving forward with you. And I also need y'all to collaborate. So a lot of times we're on social media and there are other people who offer things that our potential clients would be looking for, right? If you're a birth doula, then your potential clients might be looking for a photographer or they might be looking for a pediatrician or they might be looking for a midwife, right? So why not collaborate with those people in order to create content, to go live, to do a class together or something? That way you guys are both opening up your audiences and your reach together, right? That's a lot of what Deja and I are ending up doing, right? So she had Black Birth Pros and then I was doing Do The Road Trip and then we decided to collaborate collaborate, right? Because we both have audiences, we're both doulas, but in different modes. We both have coaching like as a passion, like we really, really love to coach and teach, but we do it in different ways and we have different styles. So it's a beautiful collaboration. So I want to encourage you guys to make more offers. Like people don't know what you have to offer, so offer it. And also to collaborate with people who you feel like, oh, yep, definitely my clients would need this. Oh, yep, definitely my clients would need this. Oh, meal prep, yep, I'm a postpartum doula and people are hungry and they got to eat. Let's collaborate. So definitely looking out and seeing who has some audiences who you can get in front of and vice versa, for sure, for sure. Yeah, girl, you hit it on the head. Leverage those other relationships that you have. Um, people are more willing to help than y'all would ever know as far as that collaboration piece. People are more willing to be a part of things and to have conversations and to boost up what you're doing in exchange for sharing the stuff that they're doing. And it's, oh, social media makes it so easy to leverage another person's audience and the thing when we talk about knowing somebody liking somebody and trusting them um you automatically get vouched for that that process goes a lot faster where somebody starts to trust the fact of your services that you're offering when they know this other person that you just collaborated with and you just so happen to be in another vein of birth work so 
don't underestimate collaborations. It speeds up the growth, the organic growth of building an audience on social media when you're not trying to do it purely from scratch. So those are the seven mistakes, y'all. Those are some big ones that we see, some big ones that keep getting brought to our attention when people are asking us questions as far as how to use social media. Um, some big ones that if you really go step by step, starting with number one to even assess if it's even the best vehicle for you to use in your doula business and really being honest with each one of those things, um, it can become a better experience for you. Something that's not dreadful, something that's not an extra thing on your to-do list, um, but something that actually is beneficial to your doula business in whatever type of way that it is for you. All right. I don't think we can hit it any better than that. I think that that's it. I got to go edit all of the times that I sniffle out of this episode. So we will see you guys next week. Um, if you haven't already, sign up for the next Doula Night School. We will be going even deeper into social media and into how you can use social media in order to attract clients for your doula practice no matter what sort of doula services you provide just check the link in the description in order to sign up and we will see you guys at the next doula night school see you soon bye